The following podcast is for mature audiences only. Anything you hear in this podcast in regards to clips or music, I do not own any of it. All credit absolutely goes to the artist. For anything you may hear in this podcast regarding clips or especially music, it is strictly me trying to promote my love of music and to hopefully send people towards some new music themselves. If you cannot handle anything in this podcast, which which includes anything serious, raunchy humor, raunchy topics, well, I mean more serious topics, or anything you cannot handle, this podcast is not for you. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Let's rise again together. I know you've heard me say it to the fans. I know you've heard me say it to other people. But I came out here to say it to your face. So take off your glasses and look me in the eyes. Orange! Take your glasses off. Now! We could end you right now if we wanted to, but we're not going to. You understand that? Listen, you have been a fighting champion, willing to take on anyone at any time, but yet tonight you decide to wrestle in a tag match and not defend the AEW International title. But why? Is it all becoming too much? Are you afraid you have nothing left in the tank to keep it? Or, or is it because it belongs to me? That I'm coming for it and you can't face it? Be because it does belong to me. I am coming for it. And I'm here to make you face it. Well, so much for Southern hospitality. You shut up! I'm trying to tell him something. All right, all right, all right. Hey, I'll, sh I'll shut him up. You know what? You got it. Let's do it right here, right now. Oh! There you go. Let's go. Roddy's ready to fight. Taking his shirt off. And the fight is in the air. No, 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 no. You know what? But not right now. I... You, you're going to have to wait until March 3rd, live on pay-per-view at Revolution. Shut up. Because I want you, for the next six weeks, to live with that fact, to accept it, to wake up every day knowing. Wake up every day knowing. Shut up! Every day knowing that you, you're just keeping my title warm for me.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. First episode of the week and just what I needed. Welcome to episode six of Wrestle Empire. As always, I am joined by my badass co-host and brethren, Alan. Dude, instead of saying what's going on, even though I'm going to say that, did you go on Wednesday? I did not. I wanted to. And I had so much work I had to get done that I worked later than I wanted to, and I went in earlier than I needed to, oh. and I had to make a sacrifice, and the sacrifice was watching Dynamite on TV. Oh, man. Damn, dude, I was hoping you would go. I was hoping you would have gone as well. I would have loved to run into you there. I know. I was, I was trying to. I, I was looking at tickets. And I was trying to leave. I was trying to get off of work like at one one thirty two, and I didn't get out until about three thirty. And, and I went back in, and then I at midnight. So uh, it was a it was a long day for me. But Absolute Allen is ready to talk wrestling. Absolute Allen. <laughs> Absolutely, Allen is ready to talk wrestling. It's been a couple of weeks. So much stuff has gone on. Oh, um, dude, I know. I have a list. Right. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm Jericho. I have a list of things that we need to talk about today. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, dude, it's good to see you as always. I'm so glad we kind of did. We're doing episode six in the spur of the moment because I was not motivated at all today. But then when you said, you know, if we do it tonight, we could do it a little longer. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> So, but real quick, dude, in all seriousness, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, just a busy week for me. So I'm finally kind of over that this week. Um, so, you know, uh, it's it's time to catch up on, on a couple oh. of uh, oh, dude, episodes exactly. of wrestling I've missed. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it, I'm glad that my busy week is done. As I can, I can, that's as much as I can say. I'm glad I'm done. Oh, dude, I'm, I hear you. I hear you. Well, dude, as always, I am glad we are back. Yeah, I know we took a kind of a couple weeks break again, but, you know, again, once we build this thing, you know, and certain things, you know what I mean. Oh, you yeah. Know, we'll be able to do this a little more often, but, dude, as always, it's good to see you. Let's get into it. So, I think you know what we're gonna start off with. You want to do a little New Japan and Ring of Honor update? Yeah, I, yeah, I can knock that out. Um, so just quickly, we'll go into the into the Ring of Honor. The big thing coming up is they have started the Ring of Honor Women's uh, Television Championship Tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, we got. Um, I mean, it's it's a tournament. I like tournaments. Right. Um, they started, uh, well, I guess I'm going to put this way. So last week they announced all the, um, participants in there. Uh Um, I'm going ahead. I'm just going to name them and they've started some of the matches so far. So we have, Mm -hmm. um, the first round, Mm -hmm. 16 women. It's, we have the, and these are the matchups. So we got, uh, Kira Hogan versus Diamante. We have Billy Starks versus Robin Renegade. Mm-hmm. You got Mercedes Martinez versus Trisha Dora. Mm. We have Va Van or Viva Van versus Abaddon. 
Rachel <laughs> Eldering versus Layla Hirsch. Sandra uh, Moon versus Red Velvet. You got J-Rod versus Queen Amanada. And you have Susie Love versus Taya Valkyrie. Hmm. So you got a pretty good, uh, you know, Ring of Honor women. And then you do, we do got a couple of uh, independent women wrestlers in this tournament um, who I have not heard of. They have signed with Ring of Honor on a per appearance. Um, right. You know, so far there's been, um, you know, four four matches have happened already. Um, last night on uh, last Honor night Club. on Ring of on Ring of Honor, yes, yes. Gotcha. So we have we have we have four matches started already. So I do know who's making it to the quarterfinals. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have, have you watched it? I'm just gonna go down. Let you know we had uh, Diamante mm-hmm. winning. We had um, Mercedes Martinez winning. Mm-hmm. We had Rachel Ellering winning, and then we had. Uh, Queen Amanada winning. So we kind of have the, that, those first four or five, excuse me, uh, no, women kidding. winning. So, Right. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good tournament. You know, I don't know when the finals are going to take place. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess. It's probably going to be um, for the WrestleMania weekend. I know they're running a pay-per-view WrestleMania weekend. What pay-per-view is it? Uh, what is is it? Damn, let me look it up real fast. I want to say it's. Oh, you're good, dude. Survival. It's. I think it might be survival of the fittest. It's. 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 It's one of those, um, pay per views. But I know they're running WrestleMania weekend. It's gonna be. Is it a SuperCard of Honor or was it? That it might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SuperCard of Honor. SuperCard of Honor. Yeah. Gotcha. So we'll get that one. So we'll probably see that match. Probably be the finals. Um, I'm pretty sure we're gonna see uh, Nyla Rose versus Athena. Oh yeah, that's that... being heavily built. That's being yeah. heavily built. And then I'm pretty sure we'll see an Eddie Kingston um, defend defense on that too. I know right now he is in a feud with uh, Gabriel Kidd from New Japan. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know they're they're doing something at um, in Chicago for uh, New Japan for his. For his championship. For who? Okada? No, 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 no. Uh, Kingston. Oh, Eddie Kingston. Gotcha. Yeah. The strong title. The yeah. Strong so, title. so we'll see who he defends on top of that. That's really all for the Ring of Honor side of things. Um, oh, yeah. For New Japan, they just got done with their new beginning. Um, card in, in Osaka. Mm-hmm. That's that's all the main event of Bullet Club War Dogs versus United Empire, which was um, Will Ospreay's last match for Heard New Japan. Heard about that. Heard about uh, that. Awesome. Awesome match. It, it, was a, it was a nice, hardcore still cage match. <laughs> it went on for, you know, over an hour. Um, mm-hmm. It was good. You know, the right, right, right people won. Um, so, you know, I, I liked it. Um, you also saw Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson on that card. Heard about that. How was that match? Match was awesome. Um, very good. You know, it wasn't long, a 30 minute match, but very technical. Um, 
sets up the rubber match, hopefully. I'm going to go ahead and guess that probably all in. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll probably do they'll probably do that match there, like the rubber match. That's not going to be that's going to be you know cross promoted. You know, may, mm-hmm. maybe even Forbidden Door. I guess it depends on um, on on Danielson what he wants to do. Right. But um, yeah, that's definitely a good card. Um, definitely a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we um, oh. You know, we'll find out in the future. And then, of course, we got the new beginning in uh, Sapporo coming up next week. And that's going to be a back-to-back night match, which will have, of course, David Finley versus Nick Namath and Nato versus Sonata. Damn. Good yeah. card already. Good card already. <laughs> what about what about Jack Cody? Do what? What about Jack Cody? What's the update on him? On On who? Jack Perry. Jack Perry. Well, I, I know he's gonna be in Chicago. Um, I'm pretty. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen there, right? Oh yeah, of course. With he's the gonna C- be the hated man in Chicago with the CM Punk chants <laughs> and all that. Yeah, so he's he's he was announced for Chicago. Um, I'm pretty sure he's just gonna he's gonna feud with uh, Shooter. Um. Damn. So that's gonna be good. That one, what what is that one coming up? I think it's coming up either March or April. I think March or April. Damn. Um, and then they did announce that uh, Resurgent mm-hmm. is gonna be in California, which is which is like the new new uh, Japan Strong, right? So that one, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna have all the same guys up in there. They're gonna Eddie Kingston will be in that one. I'll I'll be I'll probably I probably think that Julia and Mercedes are gonna fight on that one. Julia Hart? No 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 Julia from uh who was uh who just left stardom. Julia Julia. Uh, The one that's the one that's going to uh to WWE Uh, later on this year. Nice. So I'm pretty sure we'll get that match too. Um Plus a couple of other ones. So uh, nice. also also on the new Japan, and this is a, a little new segment for me because I'm going to go into another promotion. So this is off the new Japan um, and CMLL. They're yeah. right now. They're currently right now in their Fantastica Mania tour um, in Japan, mm-hmm. which is pretty much it's um, it's a co co produced. Um, matchup i guess with new japan and cmll the cmll guys fly out to japan and they just do fights over there and that's a right thing so they got so they got that going on which which should look pretty good um i haven't caught too many of those cards it's a lot of foreman matches right uh you know but the big thing off of uh cmll is you know that big partnership with aew and we're gonna get the you know BCC up in Arena Mexico um, in March. Heard about that? So that's gonna be a big match. I, I think they sold like five thousand tickets yesterday on the first day opening. Damn. Um, yeah, they did pretty good. That's gonna be a, and that's a good card. That's that's Mystical, Volodov Jr., Blue Panther, and Ultimo Guerrero against nice. Mox, Claudio, Danielson, and Yuta. That's gonna be a good. Um, that's gonna be a good card, and then you also have Willow 
um, going to appear on, on that. So that's just going to strengthen, you know, I think that CMLL AEW partnership. Damn. I think we're going to get some pretty big things for that. Damn. Damn. Got some exciting stuff. Oh, yeah. Wrestling, man. Oh, man. I love it. Well, let me ask you this real quick um, before we get started. Um, you don't think that Anarchy in the Arena 3 is going to be between CMLL and BCC, do you? Because I'm hoping not. Uh, You know, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I think they're going to keep that double or nothing. If they do, if they do an Anarchy in the Arena, I think they do that on a AEW card, double well, or nothing. Right. I don't. If they do anything like that, I think they push that to their international cards, Forbidden Door, um, or All In. I think, I think Forbidden Door, we're gonna get a CMLL, New Japan, and AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see it. Cards. So I can see them maybe doing some something there. Mm-hmm. Um. And then maybe I don't know. I guess it really depends on what they want to do for All In, mm-hmm. um, because that's going to be the, uh, you know, that's that's the London, that's the, uh, the WrestleMania for AEW, pretty much. And uh, you know what? And if I was if I was Tony Khan, I I would you know that's inter- an international thing. I think really they could blow that up with the three promotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know, Forbidden Door is always going to be United States, Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see them maybe doing that at All In with mm-hmm. eighty thousand people. Um, oh, you mean like Stadium Stampede? Yeah, I can see it. Something like that, you know. I and even and I can even, even see them doing a Stadium Stampede match with the CMLO guys. You know, I you know I mean they could do a bunch of things. They could do a four man, three man with New Japan. CMLL AEW, and I think that would get fans excited. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The high flying moves of CMLL. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I would totally be fine if um, All In would be a stadium stampede um, tradition now. You know, just have stadium stampede be at um, All In every year, just like how Anarchy in the Arena is at Double or Nothing in Vegas. Yeah. No, but I mean, what I'm what I mean on that is I don't want to see an anarchy in the arena with BCC in it this year. I I think Undisputed Kingdom and maybe either if Tony can get this right with the direction of Undisputed Kingdom and then Bullet Club Gold and the acclaimed, um, you know, maybe one of those groups and MJF in anarchy in the arena against the undisputed kingdom you know that's what i'd like to see yeah because what they usually do for uh anarchy i mean anarchy in the arena is pretty much is that the same thing it's pretty that's pretty much almost a stadium stampede match right it's pretty much just a all anything goes weapons match yeah but only instead it's it's in the arena yeah 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 and then the stadium's in the stadium yeah, but I mean, it, it's still, it's still, it's its own match in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's all good. I, those two matches are two of my favorite matches in AEW that they have created. I mean, oh, yeah. every time I play Fight Forever, you know, <laughs> I always make it a point to play uh, Stadium Stampede because that's like Fortnite, but for AEW. Yeah, 
And they they didn't do a stadium. Did they do a stadium stampede match at all? In I don't think they did. did yeah, they? they did last year with Eddie. Um, Orange, oh yeah, yeah. And best yeah, yeah. friends versus BCC. Yeah, they did it okay. last year. So and then I mean, Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. I think yeah. if they were smart, or I'm not gonna say, I don't think smart. What I would do is I would do Anarchy in the Arena at Double or Nothing, and then do do the Stadium Stampede at All In. I agree. Um, and then do Anarchy in the Arena with All AEW, and then do Stadium Stampede with, you know, if they want to do like a promotion faction warfare, do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I mean, I don't know who they would do. Who would, who do you think they would put in for the Anarchy in the Arena? If it's say, let's say that's Double or Nothing. Who would mm-hmm. who would you put in, who would you put in right now? Um, I mean, the only reasonable group would be um, Undisputed Kingdom, and um, if MJF were to return by then, you know, maybe him and um, you know. Uh, Bullet Club Gold, maybe, with um, Juice returning. I mean, that I would love to fucking see. That I would love to fucking see. But it's too early to tell, you know, because right now with Revolution in a couple of weeks from Sunday, you know, it's a little too early to tell. And plus, I do have something that I want to discuss here a little later on. Um, in a little bit that I want your thoughts on, but what I would like to see is I would like to see them build towards maybe like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So, you know, where Jay White and Bullet Club Gold may not like MJF if he were to return, but like they have a common enemy in the Undisputed Kingdom. That's what yeah. I would love to see. What do you think? Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I, I again, I'm with you. I think it's a little too early. We're talking about what in end of May, mm-hmm. so we got March, April. We got pretty much three months. There hasn't really been any. There, I don't really see any faction going against each other right now. No, in AEW because we do have the BCC with the CMLL guys, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see any other factions that are kind of feuding unless we do maybe. A bullet club goal versus a claim. Mm-hmm. If they if they split up, mm-hmm. then they could do that. Um, or they do. So what did you see? And this is off topic, but this could work too. Did you see the Young Bucks Instagram post? Where when this when they when they turned hill? Um. No, when did they post this? Here, I'm gonna. Oh, right it was, now. it was, it was, it was after they beat up Sting. Oh, Sting! After they beat up Sting and Darby. Yeah. But oh, did when you... they when they won from Ricky Starks and Big Bill? Um, no, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they beat up Sting, and they put an Instagram post talking about they ha- they have to do the right thing. Uh huh. Did you see who liked that post? Uh, hold on, I'm looking. Was it um, Ortiz liked it? Is that wait? Is that what you're talking about? It's a it, yeah yeah. It, you're, you're, let me look it up. Let me see what picture it, it is. But a certain somebody liked that uh, liked that uh, post. Oh damn! Kind of curious. It was. 
I'm gonna go ahead and let you know it was Jack Perry. Oh, you called it! I remember we discussed this on episode five. Oh so, shit! Ooh, I think I know where they're going with this. So, so th- that's what I'm thinking. So, I mean, I can see them maybe doing a, uh, you know, a Jack Perry, you know, introducing Jack Perry into the Young Bucks EVP group. Uh-huh. You know, where he's he's the scapegoat. You know, he did what he had to do because for the company, kind of mm-hmm. like the Young Bucks did. And I can also see, you know, playing that into maybe a screw job for the main event of Revolution. Or maybe not the main event because that's Sting's last match, but maybe, you know, you know, playing that part into the heavyweight championship match. Because mm-hmm. we do have a hillish hangman yes something we need to discuss tonight so you know maybe we see maybe and then i'm just gonna sprinkle this in and we talk about it, we go into depth later on but maybe we see a hangman jack perry young bucks new faction that kind of ushers in the new aew era with Ooh. all the things going on But then who would they face? Like Darby, Swerve, maybe? I mean, you know, maybe we do see a a Darby, Swerve, you know, who who else we can can throw in there? We can throw in Darby, Swerve, maybe Joe, you know, Enemy of My Enemy. You know, maybe we throw in in them with Bullet Club Gold. Maybe we throw them in with the Beast. You know, I think think they can really play or play with that and, and, and... And kind of get maybe even some up and stars, you know. Maybe we get maybe we see Big Bill and and uh, Ricky Starks, you know. Hey, you guys, you know, we came to AEW kind of like the way Darby talked about how whenever he came in with and they were with their California buddies, you know. I think they could definitely play off of um, something like, like a that. corrupt, corrupt, um, corrupt EVPs, etc., versus like some of the originals. I could see that. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. I could see that because I do think we're going to see the Bucks beating uh, Sting and Darby Allen. We're going to see a sad ending to Sting's final match. I do think that's coming. I could see that. What do you think? I, I definitely can see that. I mean, you know, it's kind of weird. It's it's Sting's last match. Um. So it's like, do we want him to win, you know, happy, or do, or is he gonna, you know, go out on his back, kind of like the way that they used to do it in the back in the days, where they, you know, they pass the torch to the to the next next guys. I, I don't really see, um, you know, for me, it, it it's a win win. I mean, he, oh, yeah. he could do he could do either or, and I'd be happy. So um, I I think he's a professional, and he, mm-hmm. and he'll kind of lead it into the next feud. You know, and who, I, I mean, I haven't heard anything about it. That's definitely his last match as far as like full time, full time. Maybe he'll still do appearances, you mm-hmm. know, once or once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. You know, he could, he could be going to the D bright, the, the, the Danielson route where he's only going to be part time. He might say, Hey, I'm just retiring, you know, but never say never. And he, maybe we see him in that feud with the young bucks and he's just oh, going to the double or nothing. Yeah. You never, we never know. You know, I don't. I don't know what he's thinking, but I. I definitely do think, as far as him being there, 
you know, with Darby every single time, I, I think we definitely see him step out of that role and he's going to be used, at, you know, at, at, as a legends deal, kind of like WWE where he like pops in every now and then to do, you know, to make it a special. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I, I like it. Maybe he wants redemption for the screw job. Yeah. I could, I could see that. I like it. I like it. Well, that's something we'll have to keep an eye on for sure. If it's not Undisputed Kingdom and Bullet Club Gold and maybe hopefully a returning MJF, um, you know, I would be fine with like a Young Bucks, Jack Perry and Heelish Hangman versus like a Darby Swerve and a couple of others for Anarchy in the Arena. I think that'd be fucking great. Um so, dude, well done. You you called it. I think we're going to see Jack Perry when he inevitably returns to AEW. We're going to see him join up with the Young Bucks and maybe Hangman to form a um, new, more heelish elite. I could see that, dude. Um, dude, so well done. But before we continue, let me just say, as always, brother, you are the best with the weekly ROH in New Japan honors, brother. So appreciate you on that, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, you know it's a it's it, it's a passion of mine. Like, so I'm not I'm not just a WWE fan or AEW fan. I'm a I'm a wrestling fan. So I definitely like to watch everything and uh, keep everybody up to date. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. Well, with that being said, um, let's get started. Um, the big story right now, which, by the way, I actually have SmackDown on my Galaxy tablet while I am recording on my iPad. Uh, the big story right now is um, obviously um, Rock, Roman versus Cody. So we're going to start off with that. Um what are your thoughts so far on the development of this? Because I like where this is going. You know, uh, I agree. I, I like the Hill Rock thing. I think it makes, you know, well, you know, I, I think that um, the whole, this whole Hill turn was, was two was two things. I think it had to do a little bit with um, Vince McMahon update. Mm-hmm. And trying to get news away from that. And then I also have to think it had to do with, you know, people not not happy that Cody wasn't going to finish his story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I, I like where it's going. Um, I've been a big fan of the bloodline and, and all that. My biggest thing, though, is, you know, how's it, I'm, I'm intrigued. How is it going to play out? You know, are we going to see maybe, you know, a rock screwing Cody where he loses again? Or, or do we see maybe a rock screwing Roman? So, you know, I think um, it's, I'm I'm intrigued to see where it's going. I can't wait. Actually, I'm I have I, I'm like with you. I have my TV on Rampage right now, and I'm I have it set to SmackDown. So, uh, you know, we'll be live talking about SmackDown when it comes on. I think we have I know we have the Rock and Roman for sure. Mm-hmm. Is Cody at SmackDown too? Um, as far as I read. Um, no, 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 I don't see him right now, but, um, you know, never say never. Cause right now this right here is the biggest story, um, in WWE, which is honestly why 
other than the uh, World Championship triple threat in AEW and Sting's last match, possibly, quote unquote. Um, you know, right now, AEW doesn't really have a lot of good stories right now. The matches are still fucking bangers, but, you know, the, the lack of stories is a bit of concern, but we'll talk about that later on. But, um, no, um, as, as far as right now, Cody's not scheduled to appear tonight, but, you know, considering this is the big story, I think he will. He'll make a surprise appearance. Yeah. I mean... Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, if they're smart, they're going to... I mean, if they're smart, they're going to have Cody on there just, yeah. for the, just for the confrontation. Um, but I also can see him not putting him on there. Let Rocket Roman uh, go full hill. Let them, you know, talk their trash where Cody can't defend himself. Um, and then he can come on Raw. You know, they can do that. He can come on Raw, tell them how, oh, yeah, you know, you can talk when I'm not there, but would I do face-to-face? And mm-hmm. build it up till that face-to-face, you know, which obviously will do big numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, a quick thought on the uh, Rock and Roman and Cody storyline. Um and again, tonight, we're just kind of spurring the moment. We're just kind of winging it as we go, which we're doing a pretty good job, by the way. Um, I could see this as more of like what Daniel Bryan was back at WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans, you know, where he had to overcome the adversity of the authority, you know, beating Triple H to get into the main event of night two or later on in the night against uh, Batista and Randy Orton. I can see that happening with Cody main eventing night one and night two. Um, Did you see that promo on Monday between Seth and Cody? I did. I did. I I did. I had it on. Um, You know, um, it's kind of like what I, I mean, you know, I'm, I've, I don't know. What do you think about it? So here's what I can see kind of happening um, with that. Um, First of all, I can see it possibly being um, that tag match at uh, Perth. We might get the tag match after all. I just have this feeling that it would capitalize with the story. I mean, I don't think we should because Seth needs to rest. Um. But if we do, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, What I think is going to happen, Roman is obviously going to have Jimmy and Solo backing him up. But um, maybe Cody has Seth and maybe a mix of Jey Uso and or Sami Zayn to back him up. Um, Roman is still going to find a way to keep him down. Uh, the rock comes out, um, you know, possibly assuming he's gonna, um, screw Cody, but instead he screws Roman, um, because, you know, maybe they may do long-term booking and tell that story for next year's WrestleMania, which from what I'm hearing is supposed to be in Las Vegas, you know, where it's like the battle of the tribal chiefs, you know, which doesn't need the story or the title for it. 
You know, what do you think? I agree. Um, my only thing is, man, how are they going to keep up with that Rock versus Roman storyline for a whole year? I mean, they did it with John Cena and Rock. Remember that? Yeah, but I think with – so if they did that, though, you have to remember John Cena was a full-time person. Are they going to make – Rock's not going to be full-time. No. Let's be honest. And Roman, I don't think he's going to be full-time. I think the only way they can make that work is have keeping the belt on the on Roman for a while. Yeah, I, I don't know. And see, that that's why I think it was just so short term uh, term booking with them because they're gonna have they're gonna have to keep this they're gonna have to keep Rock and Roman fighting each other now for a whole year because I don't think they're gonna do that at SummerSlam and I don't think they're gonna do that no. at Survivor Series and. They're not going to do that. Do that at the Rumble, um, or that, even uh, Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel. Yeah, they're not. So that, I mean, do that. that's why I thought it was dumb to have Cody win the Rumble and challenge him if they knew that Rock was going to fight him. I think they should have got the Rock. They should have got the Rock out the way with Roman, and then have Cody win Money in the Bank and challenge Roman and win it there. That's what that's what, I think that would have been a more you know cohesive and thought out plan because now you're gonna have because right because you, you look at it both ways let's say let's say the rock so you're gonna either have Cody losing the belt I mean Cody has to lose the belt so if if Cody beats Roman for the belt because the rock helps him then you got then you're gonna wait a whole year for that match. Mm-hmm. I felt like that that he screws them. You're gonna want revenge, like on the next pay per view, right? And then, yeah. and so so that's how you do that. And if The Rock helps Roman win the belt and screws Cody, then you can kind of do that slow turn for The Rock, where you know he helped Cody and Roman, you know, gets too big for his britches per se. Oh, I beat I beat Cody by myself. I didn't need any help. You know, Rock, hey man, what you talking about? I just helped you. Nah, I'm the tribal chief. I'm the I'm the head of the table. No, I'm the head of the table. And you can work that where slowly you can kind of turn Rock back into that face. Cause I don't I don't think they're gonna have Roman face. I don't he does no. he's, he's a better heel. You know, he but is. you can do that where the Rock gets beat up by by Solo and Jimmy. And you know what? They kick him out of the bloodline. He's never going to be head of the table where he's now the face. Where mm-hmm. you can do it, where you can do that, but you have to sacrifice Cody at Mania mm-hmm. for that. So I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm I'm interested to see where they're going. Of course, Absolutely. you're going to have Rock's guys trying to get trying to get their way, and you're going to have Triple H trying to do it WWE's way. So I mean, I guess we'll we'll figure out as far as like the tag team match I, I don't see it I don't see it going down at elimination chamber just because Seth's hurt you know yeah. it's it's a meniscus tear I know you know with surgery for a meniscus tear it it's like a four it's like a four to six week you know recovery without it you can kind of do stuff still it's just painful I mean I've torn my meniscus really um, I tore, yeah I tore, I tore my meniscus 
Um, I didn't get surgery because I was I did it when I was playing sports. Um, but I I couldn't walk for like two months without pain. Like I couldn't walk upstairs without it hurting. I couldn't put pressure on it. Um, and I I want to say I tore it like in I tore it in like October, and I remember in January I went to go play basketball. Um, cause I was actually able to like run again and kind of put, and put pressure without it hurting that much. And I was able to, I went to play basketball and I got need in my, in a, where I tore it. And, um, I remember I, I thought I retore it again cause it hurt that bad. And I, I couldn't walk for like a week. So, you know, I'm pretty sure they can chance it with that elimination chamber. He can, but he'll be heavily taped. He'll probably have a cortisone shot to kind of numb that pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know what if if you're gonna go that length, then maybe you do do a four man match, and you mm-hmm. get you get Jimmy to help out and them that way you can keep Seth out the ring as much as possible, mm-hmm. just in case. Because you know what the worst thing could happen is he re injures it and he's out of Mania, and then yeah we don't we don't want that we don't so. we don't want that so I have a quick thought on um, the current status of Mania, because, I mean, look, the original plan was to have CM Punk and Seth for the World Heavyweight title, and then Cody Roman. But then CM Punk goes out, so, you know, with that and the Vince McMahon situation, um, they, WWE Creative was kind of in a shitstorm of their own per se so you know they kind of you know obviously they fucked themselves you know with the whole situation of rock and cody you know cody giving his wrestlemania spot to the rock but then you know fans were outraged and so you know now they're trying to fix their wrong so, I mean, look, I'm not going to completely blame CM Punk or anybody for that, but it is it is the truth of the matter, you know, with that, the CM Punk injury, and then, um, you know, the Vince McMahon situation. WWE was trying to, you know, get out of the negative news of Vince McMahon, which, you know, I'm just going to tell you right now, that shit isn't going anywhere at all, especially with the new revelations of Ashley Massaro, which I want to get to that here in a minute because a lot has changed in the Vince McMahon situation since we discussed it uh, the previous episode a couple of weeks ago. But um, I do think, I mean, it, it's going to be very interesting to see where they go with The Rock. Cody and Roman storyline. It's going to be very interesting. Honestly, um, it's unpredictable right now. It could go either way. And I love it. I love that it's unpredictable right now. What say you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Uh, you know, it's very unpredictable. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Whether it's going to be a face turn, a hill turn. So it, it's 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 good on the creative part. Yeah. Where it you know, you have to kind of watch now to see, make sure. I think the WWE does a good job 
for the most part during the road to WrestleMania season, the road to WrestleMania, at getting people to talk about what's going to happen. Um, I think the fact, and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, glorifying this or anything like that, but I think the fact with that Vince McMahon scandal, CM Punk getting hurt, that it 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 made for more. It made for must-watch TV because now they got to do things on the fly. And mm-hmm. so they really can't go back to their, okay, this is cut and paste. Because before any of that happened, we already knew the matches going on. We knew it was going to be Cody Roman for the most part. We knew it was going to be CM Punk, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. We knew, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't know really too much as far – and. We, those are pretty much the main main fights. We're gonna, we knew that it was probably going to be Brock Lesnar versus um, Gunther. So, like, those were kind of in place to the point where you probably didn't even need to watch these next pay-per-views unless you wanted to see who Rio is going to fight, mm-hmm. who Eel is going to fight, and, you know, and, and maybe the tag teams. Mm-hmm. But but now, since they had since all this happened... It made it where they now you have to watch because things are changing daily. Yeah, almost. yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I I agree, and that's what is making WWE very exciting for the first time in a very long time compared to what it was under Vince McMahon. Um, you know, it's it is a great time to be a WWE fan right now, which you know. I'm going to contribute the changes that WWE is making to why AEW is struggling a little bit in ratings and ticket sales and, you know, stories. But, you know, that's a conversation somewhat here in a little bit, but, you know, of in-depth conversation for another day. Um, I want to ask you, going to uh, EO Sky and Bailey, um, I want to ask you, do you think Dakota Kai sticks with Bailey long-term, or do you think she'll end up fucking Bailey over? Uh, <clears throat> I think she'll turn on Bailey. You think so? Yeah, they're all part of that whole outsider stardom style, the, the Joshi. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I think, I think that she's going to turn. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I see um, Naomi helping out Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know, you know, with with Shotzi getting injured now, they might have to divert from that and keep Dakota with Bailey just to make it a three on three, so it's not gonna be uneven. Wait, Shotzi got injured. Yeah, what'd she get hurt with? Uh, I don't know. I think she tore ACL. Oh. I know, so because I guess they they filmed NXT back to back on Tuesday because I get I don't know why I'm guessing some of those five I don't I don't know why they did back to back maybe it's just because of um, because they're going to be in um, Australia yeah for the mixed chamber so I know they filmed they filmed next week's episode and she was fighting for the championship. The NXT Women's Championship, and she got hurt. Um, and I, I want to say it, it was her, it was her knee. 
Shit. Oh, she. So yeah, she's out for a, an extended period of time. Mm, fuck. That that sucks. So she may end up staying with Bailey for now. Yeah. Well, no, that'll be interesting for sure. I mean, you know, Bailey, as far as the women's division in WWE right now, she's the most popular uh, woman on the roster right now as we speak. You know, so. You know, I'm glad to see that she didn't go back to the old Bailey, the hugger Bailey. She's kind of the Bailey we're used to seeing for the past several years, but now just the only difference is she's a face, kind of like MJF. You know, so I'm happy for her. Um, what do we got for um the women's elimination chamber? Who do we got so far? Because I haven't been keeping up with that. I've been to AEW focus and the Rock Cody Roman. Um, we have uh, Bianca Belair, <clears throat> uh, Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, mm. and then tonight it was supposed to be Shotzi versus somebody else. But, but I know they're gonna got injured. Yeah, so now I, I think they replaced her with who was Alba Fire or one one Alba. of those NXT girls. Alba Fire. I don't know if it's her. It's it's, it's one it's, it's one of those. They all have the the same exact name for the most part, but um, yeah, it's it. I know they replaced her, mm-hmm. and so they'll be fine today to get that that fourth that fourth woman for that chamber match. And then what do we got for the other two matches? For uh, elimination chamber? Yeah, for the elimination chamber qualifying for the women's. Well, I think that's it. I think there's only one. I think there's only one more. I think it's only a four women one. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think there's going to be six like the men's, or five. Really? I, no, I lied. There's three. There's three to be determined matches. Hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know who's. I don't. I don't know who else is in them. To be honest. Yeah, let me. It's going to. So, okay, here goes. So it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Stratton versus Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. And then Naomi versus Alba Fire. Oh, for the final two uh, qualify, yeah. qualify yeah. matches? Who do you got for those matches? Uh, it's going to be Tiffany Stratton and uh, Naomi. Tiffy time. Yeah, Tiffy. and then they're going to have a final... Uh, I guess they're going to have a battle royal on on Raw to determine the last spot. So oh, it, the last spot. Probably going to be all the all the people who lost are going to be in that one. Whoever wins that will be the which final will probably spot. Be Zel- which will probably be Zelina Vega. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, obviously, we know that Becky's going to win the chamber and face Rhea Ripley, right? Yeah. It, it's obvious. They're, they've been telling that story somewhat for months. So I don't know why you don't go with anybody other than Becky Lynch to face Rhea Ripley at Mania. Um. What about um, Gunther? What do we got on Gunther? Um, nothing really. I think I think he's going to end up fighting Jay Uso for the IC title. I see that at Chamber. At, nah, probably at Mania. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, because I because I feel like those 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 Chamber matches go up pretty long because you have to wait for the 
for the people to come in. Mm-hmm. So I see I see they them pushing that until Mania. So obviously we're not gonna get Gunther challenging for the world title. It's probably gonna be Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Or well he's not even in the chamber match. Who McIntyre? Gunther? Gunther? Oh no, I know that. I'm saying because before um you know, uh when CM Punk went out, oh Dominic just won. Or oh uh, no, Kevin Owens. I'm Kevin sorry. Owens won. Yeah, Kevin Owens won. I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking. Um, no, before or uh, when CM Punk went out, he um there was talking about Drew McIntyre and then Gunther, which you know, I think Gunther needs to challenge for a world title at some point. Yeah, I think Okay. Eventually, whenever he drops the icy title, mm-hmm. how soon he, he do you will think he'll drop the icy title. Honestly, I'd probably drop it, or I'd probably drop it at Mania to Jay, to Jay, and then let him start getting ready for a main, the main event heavyweight title push. I can see that, but then would you turn Drew McIntyre face? Nah. Because you can have him feud with CM, you, you can have him feud with Seth Rollins mm-hmm. for for a couple of months, and then I you can CM get, Punk comes back. Well, yeah, and then you can then he'll go and he'll move on to CM Punk, and then you can put Gunther in that spot and give him that, and then have him challenge at the Bat, Bash at the Castle or whatever in in Germany in in August. Yeah, but it wouldn't make sense for him to feud with Roman. It wouldn't make sense to feud Gunther with Roman. No, no, have him feud with Cody. Seth. Oh, Seth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. That that would be a good. Um, that would be a good match. But going back to Jay Uso for a second, um, I'm surprised we're not getting the build between him and Jimmy. Because that was talked about for a while. Why is that? I don't know. I think you know. What? I have no idea. I, I thought that was going to be a um, a WrestleMania match, but I think they've kind of split them up to the point now where there's no story anymore. Yeah, that's true. Unless, you know, and think, unless they he helps out do... Cody and them. Yeah, yeah. Well, either that or maybe Jay challenges Gunther. Just saying, we don't know yet. Jay challenges Gunther for Chamber and, um, you know, Jimmy comes out and screws him then. And then we could tell that story. That's a possibility. We could, but that doesn't make sense. Like I said, they they haven't been in any feuds for since... Jay left. Like, why would he come out and and cost him the match? I mean, no, that's a good point. I mean, it's been months. I mean, it's wrestling. Though, anything, anything could happen, but that's how I that's how I look at it. Yeah, no, that's true. They could they could easily tell that story down the road. I agree with you. Give Jay. It's it's time for Jay to really break out as a single star. So I agree with you. Definitely give him the Intercontinental Championship, you know, and then start to build Gunther for, like, a world title. 
you know, I think it would be a badass world champion. I would I would be behind Gunther as a world champion. It's been great intercontinental, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean you can put him you can let him win the belt, in all honesty, in September, because you know, with with football starting back up again and all that, mm-hmm. you know, ratings drop and all that. That's the time to experiment to see if people are going to actually catch on or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's true, man. Um. Oh, so apparently Drew McIntyre. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, they're going to challenge on Monday. Did you just see the commercial for this Monday on Raw? You the Anaheim? Yeah. Yeah, Jay Uso is going to challenge uh, Gunther on Monday. Is he? Yeah. Huh? And then uh, Drew, or I guess DM Hunk now. <laughs> and Drew Cody McIntyre. are going to face each other. What do you think about, oh shit. What do you think about the DM Hunk thing with Drew McIntyre? I mean, he's doing, you know, he's a good heel. Uh, he's he's playing it up. He's a he a lot better than whenever he was a whenever he was a good guy when he was a face. So, you know, I think I think I think CM Punk getting injured whenever he gave him that future shot uh, really pushed his career. Oh yeah, no kidding, no kidding. His shirt apparently is the number one seller. Is it? Yeah. On WWE.com. Jesse was wearing it on the uh, Dynamite Post Show with J.E. on Wednesday night. Yeah, he was wearing it. Apparently number one seller. I'll have to get me one at some point. (laughs) Oh, it's great shit. Uh, Let me see what else we can catch up on, because I know we still got some time here. Um, What else do we need to catch up on? I have some other things, but... um, you know, what do you got? Well, we have the, the tag team title match coming up at Elimination Chamber. Uh, Judgment Day versus British Strong Style. Now that uh, Butch has went back to Peter Dunn, mm-hmm. uh, we'll finally see uh, Damian Priest and Finn defend their titles against them. Mm, yeah, that's um, true. We'll see I don't how think that... they're going to split, though. They're not going to split. Who, J- Judgment Day? No, not yet. Oh yeah, I don't I think, think we'll it's see a split. Yeah, I think as soon as I don't know, I guess as soon as he cashes in, or he'll lose and then he'll cash in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it will set up for um, it'll set up for the split, the inevitable split between yeah. the Judgment Day. I could see that happening. Um. Yeah, Judgment Day is not going to lose that match. Judgment Day will not lose that match. I think they'll be close, but they won't lose that match. No, 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 no. Um, let me think what else. Yeah, by the way, anybody who's listening, since um, we kind of took a week and a half to two weeks off again, because we both just been busy, this is kind of going to be a catch-up episode tonight. Had to throw that disclaimer out there. Um, let's go to the world title picture in AEW. Um, what do you think about that promo on Wednesday? From uh, Joe? From Joe, Swerve, and Hangman. I liked it. I mean, it's good. I, I you, know, you know, I think that's going to be a great match. 
I think right now all three of them are are just clicking as far as matches, promos. You know, Absolutely. I think you know Joe has really stepped up having the title. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he has. And I mean, you can't say anything about Swerve and Hangman. I think they're just that's the Batman and Joker. They're they're just great chemistry. Yeah, the, the, I, every time they wrestle, that is must watch TV. That is must watch TV every time they wrestle. That match, I mean, look, Wrestle Dream was good. Uh, their first match, Full Gear, their Texas Death match was a fucking classic. But the third match they just had recently on Dynamite a couple of weeks ago, shit, man, that was another instant classic. Every time they wrestle, whether it's Dynamite or Collision or even a pay-per-view, that is must-watch TV. That is the the rivalry right there, Swerve and Hangman. Holy shit. Are, is Swerve growing on you, though? No, I love Swerve. I've always been a fan of Swerve. Um, you know, my only thing is, is man, you're gonna you're gonna put this match on so quick, like let it burn a little bit. You know, they yeah. they just started the rankings what last two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you're you're gonna put on this match. I mean, it's gonna be a five star match. It's gonna be legit. It's gonna be a hardcore, you know, hard hitting match. So. Oh. The triple threat match. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Um, do you think Swerve wins? No, I think there's gonna be some. There's gonna be. There's gonna be interference. I don't. I don't. I don't think they're gonna take the boat away from from Joe. Right yet. away. I mean, he's only been champion for what a month and a half. Well, since World's End. Yeah. Which was the last, pretty much, end of last year. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't think I think, you know, makes sense to have a a, a screw job ending. Yeah, you know, okay. you know, you have disgruntled hangman friends with the young bucks. I think if you do that, if you do it that way, then yeah, I think taking the belt off of Joe means something because then you're gonna have an angry Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if Hangman pins Swerve or Swerve pins Hangman or anything like that, I think it, it, you kind of lose focus of Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with, I mean, you could have you could have Samoa Joe pin either men, mm-hmm. either, either man, and um, I think that would work too because then you can have you no know, because then let's say that Samoa Joe pins Swerve, then you can have Hangman saying, hey. You know what? I told you you weren't the number one contender. Get back in line or whatever, and then they can have their singles match, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But who um, do you be, Hangman and Joe? Yeah, or if let's say Hangman pins Hangman, or if uh, Samoa Joe pins Hangman, then you can have Swerve come out saying, "Hey, I told you I was a better man. I wouldn't have lost." So I think they could do it that way if they're going to keep the belt on Joe. If they want to take it off, it, it has to be through interference. Mm-hmm. Who would interfere in the match? Like I said, I, that's why I would say that it would have to be the Young Bucks and they do their little cor- corporation, you know, corporation uh, faction. I don't think you really can have anybody interfere for Swerve 
just because he's being cheered right now, that's just that's a you don't want. I don't think you'd have like a a, a face win by interference. You want him to win straight up, you know, with the pin yeah. or submission. Right, right. I mean, now, so if they were to do an interference from the Bucks, um, look, I mean. I don't think Hangman needs to be the one to win the title. Now, if they want to do continue the long-term booking of the rivalry in AEW right now between Swerve and Hangman, you know, have Hangman take the title off of um, Joe and then, you know, develop even more long-term booking between Swerve and Hangman, but this time with Swerve as the face, and Hangman as the heel. Um, you know, I could see that happening. And then Swerve um, beats Hangman for the title at, I don't know, let's say double. I, okay, let me, let me change topics for a second, kind of. Um, I'm a little worried with the direction of some of AEW storylines right now. They still seem to be kind of all over the place, you know, because MJF is out, you know, that storyline with Undisputed Kingdom is lacking right now. Did you see any of JD's stuff on Off the Script lately where he says that Undisputed Kingdom may be the most busted story right now because other than Roddy and Orange Cassidy, you know, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, I'm, I didn't see it or anything like that, but I, I get where they're coming at. For me, it just it's a weird thing because you started this faction and the main guy of your faction is hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, I think it would have been better if he was able to fight Mm-hmm. Because he could have, you know, he could have done what he did to Max, and then he could have fought the, he could have won the belt, you know, next week if he wanted to. Um, they're kind of just falling him back because if you look at it, it's really, yeah, you're, it's really Rod, Roddy Strong who's the main guy because he's fighting for those championships. Yeah, Tate, uh, uh, Taven, Taven, and Bennett haven't defended their championship not one time. Warlow is just running through local talent after he yeah. said, you know, and unless maybe Warlow comes in and beats all three of those guys at Revolution. Because he, he is coming, because like, like Adam Cole said, he is going to go for that main title. So he hasn't really done anything to like show that he wants that title. You know, he, he should be attacking Joe every time he sees him. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that that definitely is, is is lacking really bad. But again, I think just doing getting to that devil, but having Adam Cole hurt just deflates that whole faction. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and plus, you know, Wardlow isn't beating anybody notable right now. He he's really not. Mm-hmm. You know, which I do like the idea of the story. Basically being, when the time comes, you know, revisiting um, Samoa Joe versus um, Warlow again, but this time with 
Joe as the face and Wardlow obviously as the heel. Maybe what they could do, I mean, I think they could do a long-term booking with like maybe MJF, Joe, Wardlow, a couple of others who got fucked over by Undisputed Kingdom. Maybe that could be a possible anarchy in the arena stipulation for next year's Double or Nothing if MJF is out even longer than we thought. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, they definitely have to push that back, you know, until MJF gets healthy. Uh, I just, I don't know. I think it just, it was bad time for Adam Cole to get hurt. Yes. The, the devil storyline needed to end at World's End. Yeah. You know, but, and I know they couldn't prolong it because people will start getting bored of it. Um, you know, I, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's all hindsight 2020. Um, you know, I think they gotta do something to, to, to ignite it. It just doesn't help when their two main people are out. Adam Cole and MJF. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, do we have any MJF updates? Or is it still radio silent? No, it's still radio silent. I have not heard anything. Not any, I haven't even heard if he's surgery or not. Fuck, then. They must really be keeping... Um, they must really be keeping that shit under wraps. And then um, they're going to be setting up for a big return where he's going to be getting a major fucking pop when he returns. Oh, yeah. Most. Oh, I can I can already see it. I can already see it. Um speaking of injuries, um what do we got on uh Juice Robinson? Cuz I'm ready for him to come back and number one be a part of the uh storyline with the acclaimed, you know, when they eventually turn on the acclaimed. And then two, part of that badass fucking entrance of Bully Club Gold. I mean, well, what did he, he had? What back surgery? Back surgery. I think in November. Oh, I, at least in t- for six months. I mean, I don't know how serious the back surgery was, but I mean, anything with that, you're definitely taking some time off, and then it's all about getting that ring work in. So I, I don't, I don't see him coming back for a while. I think that's why you probably have the bang bang. Scissor gang. Scissor gang. Just because they know that he's going to be out for some time. Yeah, and then when he comes back, that's going to set up for that feud. Inevitably, maybe a uh, trio's unification title. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely see that happening. I mean... So... Just an in general question, speaking of Bullet Club Gold, do you think they keep that um, theme song? Because I really don't want them to go back to Jay White's theme song. No, I think I, I think they keep that Bullet Club theme song from now on. Okay, good. Because that is a fucking banger. Holy shit. That is a massive fucking banger. I got to see that live on Wednesday night when they were doing tapings for Rampage. With the Queen. It was fucking awesome, dude. I bet. Fucking awesome. Um, 
that match, speaking of that match, quick thought. Oh, and by the way, real quick, you're okay with tonight just being a catch-up episode? We just yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. And then when we do episode seven soon, which, you know, for revolution preview, um, preview and predictions, um, we'll, we'll get back more into it. So you all right with that? Yeah, that's all good. That's all good with me. Perfect. Love it. Love it. Um, that matchup on Wednesday night or that I saw for Rampage, um, that match, that's 12 person tag match was fucking awesome. With uh, Dark Order? Dark Order, Jeff Jarrett, um, Jay Lethal, and Satnam Singh, mm-hmm. and then Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Dude, there were some drunk motherfuckers there. A lot of them, <laughs> they were chanting, um, you, they were chanting like sexual things at Karen Jarrett. It's like, what the fuck? Are you motherfuckers drunk? <laughs> had to be. Had to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. Are you watching SmackDown right now? I am. Oh, my God. I didn't... What the fuck is going on with AJ? I know he's not associated with the Good Brothers anymore. With the OC. Damn. He's really turned to a dark side. Fuck. Carl Anderson and him just fucking shoved each other. Fuck. That is something else. Um, what do you think about the Dark Order? Because they really haven't had a direction in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they went from... I mean, I think definitely the loss of Brody Lee kind of stopped everything they had going. And then yeah. same thing with... And then Hangman, too. You know, I think they had... They had a good thing going there. And I think they just got caught up with, you know, a bloated roster. Mm-hmm. Where they're not... Uh, they're not used anymore because they have so many wrestlers on in the, on their roster that they kind of got pushed down. Um, I don't know. I don't... You know... They're kind of they're 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 lost in the shuffle for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but I I don't I think the whole point I think the whole thing about losing everybody definitely hurt them. I mean, whenever you lose, you lost Alan Angels. Mm-hmm. You lost you lost uh, who else was a part? Of you? you lost you lost Adam J. Stu Stu Grayson Stu, Stu Grayson, Preston, Preston Vance. Vance. I mean, you lost pretty much everything. You brought them from a group to just. Three people. So I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think, honestly, this, man, I would no. Go ahead. I would say I'd put them in Ring of Honor and let them just be over there. Yeah, at this point, that's their best direction. I mean, the only other way I could see this maybe working for them again is maybe like a unification between them and the righteous and Lance Archer. Yeah. That that could work. That could that could That would definitely work. That'd be something good to watch. Absolutely. You know, cuz they were feuding for a while and um you know, Stu Grayson joined the righteous, you know, after turning on the dark order. You know, I could see them um Re- reuniting or unifying to form like a brand new um, 
Dark Order or Righteous. So I could see that happening. Um, trying to think. So another thing we should catch up on, what the fuck is going on with Julia Hart? We haven't really seen her and Thunder Rosa start the feud. She's hurt. She's hurt? Yeah, yeah, she's hurt. That's why she hasn't been wrestling. What the fuck happened to her? I have no idea. I just know she's dealing with some injuries. That's why she's... That's why she hasn't been fighting recently. And they kind of push... They're pushing more sky blue at this point until she gets better. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Speaking of Julia Hart, you see that collision episode where she literally stabbed Mark Briscoe with a fucking railroad spike? Oh, yep. God damn! What the fuck? Oh, that was... That was... That was rough to watch. Very, very rough to watch. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I love, I, but I do love that Brody King and Julia Hart uh, dynamic they got going on. I think, I think if uh, House of Black ever breaks up or if they go back to WWE, I definitely can see them two just working together, like staying in AEW because, like, buddy. Buddy Matthews and Malachi, I, I feel really bad for them because, like, they could have had something special going on, you know, in AEW. But at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they went to WWE, back to WWE. I that, agree. That's sad what happened with them. Um, speaking of Sky Blue, um, did you, you watch Rampage, obviously, just now. Did you see that uh, backstage um, that backstage interview with Stapp, Willow, and Stokely? And Stokely, yeah. What do you think about that storyline? Do you really think... Um, do you really think uh, Stat is going to turn uh, heel at some point? Because I'm kind of thinking she might. I don't think she does. I, I, I don't think she does. She doesn't... I don't think... I mean, unless I'm wrong, I don't think she's going to be a good heel. I think she's just one of those baby faces that you know is going to be a baby face. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't see her turning heel. Um, I think she'll stay baby face. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if anything, I would like to see... Like, if anybody... I'd see Willow turn a baby, uh, turn to heel just because that's a big, happy-go-lucky personality turning bad. It's kind of like the bubbly sky blue turning, you know, hill. Yeah. Where, you know, you, you see what you can work with. I, I, I mean, and if she does, if that does, she she can. I mean, she's gotten away from best friends already for the most part. Um, so, you know what, but I, I, I love the Stokely Hathaway and the Willow and, and Chris Statlander. Yeah. I think it's no, so it's so funny. It's I love I love looking at his Twitter and I like all the interviews they do. <laughs> Julie saying, saying he's blocked from Tony Khan. Can I borrow <laughs> one of your phones? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um trying to think. Um okay, I got a good something we can get into a little bit here. Um you heard the news that um, Tony 
landed uh, Okada and Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're saying. I, I haven't heard anything about Okada. I'm, I was pretty sure he was going to go to AEW. Um, I know Mercedes is going. That's going to be big um, for big business, of course. Oh, yeah, uh, that's going to be a big show after Revolution. You think Okada and Mercedes show up on that night? I don't see why not. They have to at this point because I read some of the news where it said that they did land Okada. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I I saw it too that they said that it's pretty much, but you know, I'll wait until it happens. Happens, but I'm pretty sure that he's going to. Eat. I I never really thought gave any thought of him going to WWE. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, I, I, I don't know how he would fit in WWE. I just don't know. I mean, I think Brian Danielson Danielson said it best when they were like. If he went over there, they'd, they'd probably send him to NXT to get Americanized as far as how the, the, how they do their wrestling. And yeah, I, think, I mean, could work, but like, he's not going to have as big of matches in WWE like he would in AEW. Because I mean, oh, yeah. he faced Brian at last year's Forbidden Door. That was a fucking classic. Even though Brian broke his forearm, um, you know he would. Um, you know we could even see a um, him versus Takeshita at some point. Speaking of Okada and Takeshita, and then we'll get back to Mercedes here in a minute. Um, I was listening to the Dynamite review with JD and Jesse, and. Um, they made a very interesting point about the uh, Will Ospreay and Takeshita match. Um, they said possibly, what if that match is the match where maybe Will Ospreay opens up Takeshita's eyes a little bit to who Don Callis really is. And with that, Don Callis could then get Okada. What do you think about that? Nah, Okada ain't going with Don Callis. There's no way that you're going to... He's not going to be Hill with the Don Callis family. I think if anything, you're going to see Osprey leave the Don Callis family. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe with Kyle Fletcher? Yeah, and they're going back to Ozzy. They're going back to United Kingdom or the United Empire. Um, cause, just because... Osprey's not going to get booed. No, he's he's just too he's just too good of a wrestler to 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 be booed. So you, you keep him face, you keep Okada face because he's not going to be booed either. And then you keep you can keep Takeshka and, and Hobbs and all them part of the Don Callis family. Yeah, but then who would they have to join the Don Callis family? Would it just be them and Don Callis at this point, Takeshka and Hobbs? Yeah, you could do that. I mean, he could add other members. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe you even see uh, the Young Bucks join him. Yeah, like we discussed a while back. Yeah, possibility. You know, they could do stuff like that. I mean, I think I think the good thing about AEW is they have so many options that they can just make options and it would probably work. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I mean. We'll have to wait and see. 
That's a that's the whole thing though. I mean, you got Hobbs feeding with Sammy. That's mm-hmm. apparent after Rampage. Yeah. Jericho's gonna be back eventually. And he'll, the, he'll be feuding with Takeshita. Takeshita, yeah. Yeah, he'll and he'll it, be absolutely feuding with Takeshita. I don't know. So yeah, I'll agree with you on that. You know, AEW can go so many directions. That's the good thing. But the bad thing is right now, I'm wondering if, um, you know, Tony's maybe getting a little too overworked with like having to do three AEW shows and then uh, Ring of Honor. That has been a concern a little bit. What are you saying? As far as what storylines or? Well, storylines, yes, but also just um, with it kind of, not, I'm not saying completely falling downhill, you know, AEW is still AEW, and AEW is the reason why I, my love for pro re- wrestling got revived, because of the stupid bullshit going on under the Vince McMahon era, Um but what, yeah, what do you think about that? Do you think Tony's getting a little too overworked? No, I think, I think it's, just, it's a couple of things. I think it's just, I think it's just the, the fact that they got such a bloated roster mm-hmm. that it's hard to make, to do, well, A, that's, that makes it hard to do storylines because then you only feature certain wrestlers. But then that's why you have only, you have main storylines and then you mm-hmm. have, you know, dream card matches. You know, you you look at you if you look at it, you have the storylines are gonna be Sting's last match, the world title pitcher, Orange and Roddy. Orange and yeah, and then and the United Empire, United Kingdom and 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 Orange Cassie. Those are pretty much the main ones on Dynamite. And then on um collision you have Bang Bang Scissor Gang. And you have Willow, uh, Stokely, and, and Chris. So those are the main ones that you're always going to focus on. And then for the rest of the cards, you have your matches that are going to be, oh, man, you got your Lucha matches, you got your hardcore matches. So, I mean, you know, I think they do. He does. He does. Well, and, and then also on Collision, you also have um, Daniel Garcia, Adam Copeland, and, and Christian. Yes. So, yes. So we, I mean, as far as them saying there's no storylines, there is storylines, but you just have to. He doesn't do a lot of storylines just because the fact I think that there's a bigger roster and then they don't have, they don't have that much time. You know, you got, you got four hours of wrestling, um, you know. But then for me, it doesn't make sense because if you look at WWE, they don't have any storylines either. They have Cody Roman. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. You can even just say Jay and Gunther for the past month or two. Mm-hmm. But like the who's the, the U.S. title, Logan Paul. They don't they don't really have anything for him. They just did a tournament for that. The tag mm-hmm. team titles. They don't have anything for that. Mm-hmm. The women's Faria Ripley. She hasn't defended her belt in forever. Um, mm-hmm. Io Sky hasn't defended her belt. Who else are champions? Yeah. I don't know who all the champions are. I think that's all of them right there. Rhea. Why? Well, I said, I, I said Rhea. In a while. Yeah. And so, like, they don't, WWE doesn't do storylines either. They, I think they just focus on, you know, three or four 
the only difference is WWE has their storylines and then they have rematches of the the week before and they always do rematches. AEW will do storylines, but then they have matches that you want that are like that are awesome. Yeah, no, that you don't true. see all the time. You know, I don't they really never do rematches. So I think I think if you actually if people actually sat down and, and actually looked at it, I think they're just saying that because you have your AEW haters and trolls that say that there's no storylines. But if you watch the product, you you know the storylines. Yeah. It's true. So, you know, and same thing with WWE haters, you know, so like JD always says, the IWC is a tricky place. It's a very, very tricky place, you know, but that's why, you know, we're gonna, you know, that's what JD, Jesse, and Andrew Baydal are here for, but, you know, we won't be far behind on that. That's what we're here for, to really break it all down, you know, and be very real about it. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I do think Tony Khan does need a creative team, like like a maybe hire Scott Demore. You hear about that Scott Demore being fired by TNA? Yeah, he tried to go buy he tried to go buy the company, and they said, "See you later." Damn, damn, I'm a little worried about TNA now. Are I mean, you? Nah, uh, you know we'll see where it goes. I think. They're they're doing a they're doing a uh, they have a creative team of Tommy Dreamer, Delirious, Gail Kim, and um, somebody else. I'm not really too worried about TNA. Like said, TNA is it's TNA. You you have a hundred thousand people who watch it. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want to, and they'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Hopefully, they could get away from. Um... The Axe TV or the Axel TV channel, because if they're if they're really back on the up and up, that would be good to cover as well. You know, I mean, they're yeah. I mean, it's like I said, I I watch it. I watch it. I watch it on Thursdays. Um, they got good wrestling. Um, and probably as far as anybody, they have probably have, have more storylines than than both companies. Um. What do but they I, have storyline wise? So they have they have um, they have M, uh, what, what MK Ultra, which is um, Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich. They're uh-huh. feuding with um, Rosemary and Havoc. That's the oh, women- I remember Havoc. Yeah, that's the women's tag match. Um, they have Moose, who's the champion. He's uh-huh. feuding with Alex Shelley. You have Chris Saban, who's the um, X Division champion, and he's oh, and he's like in a they're in a faction called like what's it called a program or it's something like that. But they got their feud. Um, AJ AJ Francis Top Dollar, he's <laughs> he's he's feuding with Joe Hendry. They're doing like a, a rap slash comedic gimmick on that one. Um, <laughs> you have Josh Alexander. Uh huh. Um. He's kind of he's kind of feuding with the upper mid card right now, trying to get the belt back. Um, they actually do, like I said, they actually do a pretty good amount of storyline where it's usually the same people fighting, like they're fighting each other. Yeah, 
Huh. That's, for, that's that's all their belts. Like I said, I watch it. It's it's good. Like again, it's a it's a two hour, it's a two hour program, and they do really good because it's not a bloated not a bloated roster. So uh-huh. you, you see, let's say, oh, uh, and then you got Jordana Grace. She's oh, five, the one who appeared at Royal Rumble. Yeah, and she's feuding and she's feuding with Jashelle uh, Shaw, and so. You you'll have like their associates fighting each other. It's always going to be this, you know. I think this week uh, J- uh, Jordana fought uh, Savannah Evans, which is a friend of Jashel Shaw. So it's always that the storylines are always they're trying to get to the finish, and but everybody's always associated with each other. So they their storylines are pretty good, but I think it's just because it's not such a big roster, and it's only a two hour show that they kind of just they have to make sure that you keep with that storyline. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hopefully, like with Ring of Honor, they can, you know, get a better TV deal soon because I would love to watch TNA again. I mean, for the longest of time, you know, TNA was the number two to WWE. You know, they were the alternate. Now AEW is the alternate, and it's a great thing. So, you know, hopefully soon. So, that is something you could do is keep an eye on the TV deals. You know, you up for that? Yeah. And when the time comes, um, update update our amazing Empire supporters for that. Cause yeah, I, most definitely. I can. Cool. Love it. Love it. I'm um, trying to think of what else we can catch up on. Because um, what do you think? We go until 9 o'clock? What do you yeah. Think? Yeah. We can 9. Nine. Perfect. Yeah, because I gotta, I gotta be to bed because I gotta be up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to think of what else we can catch up on for the next hour. Um, what do you got? You got um, what else? What else are we gonna talk about? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember how far we've been back. What we last talked about. What do you think about Jade? You think Jade's gonna come out? For did, did you hear that she was supposed to be part of the elimination chamber matchups? And is then they really? uh, that's what they said, but then they 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 nixed those plans. Huh. So who who would she be facing? I don't she would just be part of the elimination chamber match. I could see it, but I don't want her to win the match. Not yeah, yet. I don't think she'd win it. There's no way. Needs to be Becky against Rhea. That that's a story in and amongst itself, right there. Um, no, I mean I'm excited to see where Jade goes. Hopefully, we don't get the same Jade Cargill that we did in AEW because that Jade Cargill was kind of annoying, like all bougie and all that bullshit. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you on that one. We'll see what she does. I mean, I'm surprised she hasn't even been on. I wonder if she's not going to be in next. I guess she's going to go straight to the main roster. Yeah, she might. There, it's looking like it. They should just. More. I feel like they should just put her on NXT. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. To get her. Some... Get her. Get her feet wet with WWE. Yep. But I guess they have other plans. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens, but. I think if they want to get her to the roster, the main roster, have her feud with Bianca. 
They you could. Know? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because what is she, Smack? She's SmackDown, right? Yeah, she's SmackDown. She signed with Nick Aldis. She signed with Nick Aldis in SmackDown. That's going to be very interesting right there. Oh, I got one. Um, who do you think so far has done a better job general manager-wise? Adam Pierce on Raw or Nick Aldis? Probably Nick Aldis. Yeah? How so? I think he's... I think he's signed more people. I think he's signed more people. I mean, who who's Adam Pierce signed? Just CM Punk. R- R- CM Punk and RKO. No, 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 Ra- no, no. Randy's on Randy's on SmackDown. Yeah, Randy. Randy's on yeah. Nick Aldis in SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Nick Aldis got Jade, Randy, and Aldis only got Punk. No, Aldis got Randy. Or no, Pierce got Punk. Yeah. Yeah, Pierce got Punk, all this got um Randy and Jade. So and plus that storyline with him and the bloodline, like he's proven that like he's not a heel general manager cuz like at first it was teased that he was going to be a heel general manager, but that has not been the case. More like a tweener. No? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that storyline between him and the bloodline. You know, he's not afraid to stand up to the bloodline. Nope, nope. Yeah, he'll he'll put him in his place. Well, I guess we'll see what happens today if he if he interacts with them. He'll be he'll be interacting with the Rock and Roman. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I, I could see it. I could see I could see a face off between him and Rock. Um. Maybe speaking of that. Maybe we could see Nick Aldis versus The Rock because, like, a lot of people are saying Triple H and The Rock. No, Triple H is not going to get back in the fucking ring. He has a pacemaker in his chest. <laughs> like, like, Jesus Christ. Like, how stupid can the IWC be, dude? Like, did um, you hear about that? Yeah, I heard that. They were talking about how they were going to fight each other. And it's like, he had a pacemaker in his heart. He had surgery. He said, he, he's done. He's retired for good. Yeah, if he got back in the ring, he would die. He would die. And I I don't want to see Papa H, you know, dead. Um, you know, I don't want to see him dead. So I think it would be more great out the ring, you know, have him be like, you know, an authority figure for the good guys. And then, you know, have Rock be an authority figure for the bad guys. You know, maybe. I mean, I don't know. That dynamic right there is very interesting to me. You know, with The Rock being on the board of directors, Triple H being the head of creative. Um, I kind of like that dynamic. What do you think about it so far? I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see. It definitely works. And put in how they did that press conference. Mm-hmm. And after they all left, they were, they were talking about it. I think they're definitely going to go into that angle where the Rock's going to say, "Hey, I can, I can fire you by want." So, I mean, we'll we'll. I guess the big thing is we can't. We're not going to get a Triple H Rock match. So, who's going to come to Triple H's defense? Will be the big thing without with keeping him on SmackDown. I mean, I think I think leading up to WrestleMania, we'll definitely have to see Triple H on TV screen. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think you keep him in the back. Yeah, no. For this storyline, you have to keep him on TV. 
much more for for this. Not in the ring, obviously, but like have him speak more, have him and the rock be more um, you know, heavily featured in promos, you know, but instead of like the old days where, you know, they would set up for a fight, it would be a power struggle, you know. I I would love to see that. Love to see that. Um, but what do you think about Nick Alvis possibly stepping up to Triple H's defense? Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely can see that. I don't know how many people have watched him wrestle in WWE. So, I mean, I think I think people could, I think it'd be a surprise and shock to a lot of people that he actually can go in the ring. Who uh, Nick Alvis? Definitely can see. Yeah. I can see you it. Know, I could definitely see him standing up for Triple H and fighting both Roman and The Rock. That would be a good match. That would be an absolute good match right there. You know, maybe that could be the tag match. You know, Nick Aldis and Cody at Chamber versus Roman and Rock. Yeah. I could see that could work, actually. You know, like if. Um, Cody, or I mean, Rock and Roman come out, you know, because literally um, Paul Heyman last week on SmackDown threatened uh, Triple H, you know, that he's going to be here with his tribal chief and The Rock. Maybe that could set up. That that could yeah. work nicely if played right. You know? That, that could definitely work. Yeah. Plus, the Elimination Chamber is one week from tomorrow, which, you know, that could be, yeah, that could work. That could work. If they want to do an authority figure on Cody's side standing up for Triple H, that authority figure has to be Nick Aldis, hands down. You know, nobody, I remember watching him during his days as Magnus, and uh, TNA, you know, he was a fucking bad. You, uh, are you watching, uh, are you watching, uh, Elimination Chamber next week live? Elimination Chamber? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it, especially the Women's Elimination Chamber and then, um, depending on where they go with this uh, Cody, uh, Triple H, Nick Aldis, Roman, and Rock storyline, of course, I'll, yeah, I'm going to watch it next week. Um, 5 a.m.? Fuck, it's at 5 a.m. next Saturday? I think so. it's something like that, 5 or 4. It's, it's, that, it's that Perth, that Perth time. What oh, is it? It's, I know it's, a, it's an early morning one. Oh, fuck. Okay, maybe because I have to work 7 to 11 next Saturday. Um, do you work next Saturday? I do. I think I close. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. I know. So I might actually wake up early and watch it. What, what is it? The 20, 24, 24? Yeah, I close. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So I might, I might wake up. I might wake up. Uh, I might wake up. A little earlier. It starts at three thirty, so four thirty in the morning. Hmm. I'll probably wake up at six and catch the paper, the main event live, and then fast forward through all the earlier stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that's what I'm probably going to have to do. And then, um, you know, if they definitely do uh, Nick Aldis and um, Cody versus Rock and Roman, that I, I absolutely, that's must see right there. You know, Nick Aldis's in ring debut in WWE. You know, I would love to see that. So if they do that, I'll definitely be watching Elimination Chamber, but just probably not until later in the afternoon. You know? Um, do you think we get that match, possibly, between Nick Aldis and Cody versus Rock and Roman? Nah, I don't think we get that. I don't think I don't think Roman and Rock are going to fly out to Australia. I think... Yeah. I don't think they'll... I, I mean... I can see that maybe night one, if uh, Seth can't go, you know I think I think you maybe do that. Yeah, be a big but, moment. Um, it. Yeah, I, I I don't think I don't know. I just think that it's probably too uh, it's too late. I you, I think you'd have to give it more than you know six days to build to build that story. Yeah, because I don't even know how. Are are they having Smack? Do you know they're having SmackDown? Do you know they have next week? Do you know if it's gonna be in Australia? Ooh, um, or or are they gonna do it like a they gonna shoot back to back? Okay, so I actually heard um, earlier that they already taped uh, next week's SmackDown episode because of the fact they're going to Australia. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. That's what I was thinking. I was like, they might already just, they might already do back to back, and then they. Are gonna go over there? Yeah, yeah. I I could see that. Uh, Logan. Yeah, no, I could see that being the case, which I'd be fine with. I mean, maybe if they were to do back to back episodes, I mean, maybe it could work. I mean, look, I don't know. I agree with you. I think if they're gonna do uh, Cody Rhodes and Nick Aldis versus Roman and Rock. That could be the night one main event for Mania. That could be the main event. I could see that 100%. So, speaking of Nick Aldis, he's backstage right now with Jade and Braun. With the girl, with the girls. Tiffany Stratton, she needs to win. Tiff oh, oh you, I already know you have a crush on her because she looks exactly like Mariah May almost. Mariah May is way better. After, uh, I'm gonna, let me put that out there. No, I hear you. I hear you. The queen, my queen is the best. I have to put that out there as well. <laughs> not not, not talking about Statlander. Oh, yeah. Is, is, is Braun Breaker going to sign with SmackDown? I can see it. Did you see them? Did you see NXT? No, what happened on NXT? I saw they, the uh, Eric Corbin one. Yeah, they, they, they won the belts. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting that. Just because they've been talking about Braun going to the main event to the main roster, yeah. So That's true. I was actually I was actually pretty shocked that they won. I was a uh, I changed I changed it to watch the uh, big little brawlers. Big little brawlers. It's like uh, small people wrestling. They have like <laughs> a little. They have a reality show. <laughs> no, no fucking way. Are you serious? I almost went last. They were in San Marcos last week, and I almost went. If I didn't have to work, I was going to go. Damn. 
Damn. Oh man, that that would be something fun to go to. Yeah, it Uh-oh. sold out. I was I was actually I, I saw it sold out. I was like, man, it sold out already. It's like, man, must, people must have wanted to go watch that. Fuck. Damn. Well, next time they come into town, as long as it's you know obviously certain things aren't happening at the time, then of course it conflicts with a it doesn't conflict with AEW. That's something I'll have to take the queen to. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, trying to think of what else we can do because we still got till nine o'clock. What do you, What do you think about Brit uh, Brit coming back? Brit Brit. Uh... Who? Britt, Britt? They said, Britt Baker? She's coming back? They said that she's pretty much held up and she's going to be coming back soon. How? Did you, did did, did you see any soon? Pretty soon. Did you see any of her pictures from Super Bowl weekend? Yes, I did, where she was at Super Bowl uh, 56 with uh, Bailey, Mercedes, and I forgot who else. Yeah, I saw that. She's jacked. She's in shape. I think I think she's ready to go. What about Jamie Hader? Have we heard speaking of Brit, have we heard anything on her? I've heard that she's coming back. I actually saw somebody put a picture out of her recently. She looks good too. Jamie Hader? Yeah, she looks like she's ready. She's pretty much held up. And a smoke show. Still a smoke show. Oh my god. <laughs> um damn. I mean, I think like I said, the women's the women's division AEW is gonna pick up. You know, once Arabi's back from being healed, I think I think it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be you know, with Diana, Tony, Britt, Jamie, Mercedes, Staff, that Mariah, Athena. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Oh yeah, no, I can't wait. Once once Britt and Jamie come back, I think shit is really gonna pick up. I oh think yeah. Shit- really going to pick up um speaking of the women's title picture um do you think diana perrazzo is going to be tony storm at revolution no i i I don't i don't think so yeah i don't see it either i think i think mariah interferes i i don't i think to be honest i think they set up tony and uh mercedes for I the mean, next feud, I think so. I think you'll have her date whenever she, you'll have you'll have her win. Because what what is it? It's 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 the um, it's the week after, right? Big business is the week after. Yeah, with or the two or the two or the two or the two weeks. It's two weeks, right? Well, March third is a week from. Now it's two weeks from Sunday. Well, what, what are they? Big business is the thirteenth, right, or the twentieth? Yeah, so that's ten days after Revolution. So. Okay, so you'll, there'll be one. There'll be one one week before, one week after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I have to. I kind of have to disagree with that being the next feud uh, for Tony, with it being Mercedes up next. Would I think that? Would I honestly think that's a good feud? Sure. But do I think that feud needs to happen right away? No, because number one, I really don't think you can give Mercedes a uh, loss to Tony Storm. You know, because 
you know, you still got stories to tell with uh, Jamie coming back soon. You know, she's going to be out for revenge for being out pretty much a year to Tony Storm and the outcast um, being attacked in Vegas last year. And then, you know, possibly Tony um, ignores Mariah enough to the point where Mariah is going to turn on Tony Storm. And that story, whether the title is involved or not, that remains to be seen. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't think Mercedes needs to be the next match right away, you know? I mean, yeah, I think, I don't know. Like I said, I guess it depends on where they're going. It's kind yeah. of the same talk with, do you put, would you put the belt on Okada as soon as he gets here? What, depending on what belt, the world title? Yeah. No. No. No, but Okada is different. Okada is different. I mean, look, he's one of the biggest stars in New Japan, but he's wrestled in AEW before. This is going to be Mercedes' debut in AEW. It, do- it wouldn't make sense from a creative standpoint to have probably what is your biggest signing with um, your biggest women signing with Mercedes coming in, you know, set up for the feud with Tony Storm only for them, for her to lose the match, you know, lose her first possibly first match being with uh, Tony Storm, you know, especially number one, you know, there are still stories to tell with um, Tony Storm and Mariah and then um, Mercedes, uh, or no, Tony Storm and Mariah and then uh, Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter, you know, I just don't think that would make sense to have Mercedes lose right away. I think there are other feuds that could happen for Mercedes. You know, maybe Mercedes and um, maybe Mercedes and Julia, you know, because I don't see them putting the TBS title on Thunder Rosa, at least not right now. You know, you could have Julia still get a couple of quality wins and then have Mercedes be the one to take the title off of Julia Hart. What do you think? Uh, I mean, you could, I don't, I don't see, I mean, I think that again, I goes back to my original about that TBS. I think that's more of an up, up and coming title. I don't yeah. think I'd, I, I wouldn't have Mercedes go for that title. Unless you want to, unless you want to treat, unless you change the names of that TBS title to, you know, an intercontinental title or, what, or whatever, I, I still think they need to get rid of the TNT and TBS titles and name them, you know, Continental Championship, Women's Inter, Inter, uh, you know, Women's Intercontinental Championship or whatever, what have you. I think having that TBS title kind of limits you to TBS. The TNT title has you limited to TNT. I think if you can brand it, you know, mm-hmm. with, the, with the names, you're, you, you can go both both ways. 
as far yeah. as both both uh, both shows and all that. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. There, there has to be some work done, which you know we'll we'll get into um, that another day. Um, you know, once we have more of a plan and the notes and stuff of how we would fit fix some of the current uh, disorganizations in AEW, because you know, again, I agree with you. AEW is still fucking awesome. You know, the Queen and I, we went on Wednesday night. We had a fucking fun time, you know, watching Sammy Guevara do the swanton off of the ladder on Jeff Hardy, you know, Orange Cassidy and Matt Taven, you know, being fucking bloody and both of them basically landing on thumbtacks. Oh, yeah. By the way, that match was awesome. That was it was Texas death match. If I've seen one. (laughs) Well, it still doesn't top Hangman and Swerve, I'll tell you that. That Texas Death match was fucking out something else. That was, out of all the hardcore matches, anything go matches between Stadium Stampede, Anarchy in the Arena, Texas Death match, nothing, and I mean nothing, will top Swerve and Hangman 2 at full gear. No. Oh, yeah. That, that was fucking classic. You know, um, and because of that, you know, that's that's the match that, you know, set up for Swerve and Hangman to be the rivalry, you know, Batman and Joker. That was fucking gold. Um, So. But that match between Orange and Matt Taven, that was fucking great. That was fucking great. Um. What about um, the Netflix deal for WWE? We haven't discussed that yet. What do you think about that? I mean, hey, get that bag. You're gonna get what five billion dollars from it? Per- yeah. I don't, I don't watch Netflix, so I will be watching it for free on somebody else's account. But, I mean, good for them though. I just don't know. How many people are actually going to buy Netflix to watch WWE? Unless you have it already. I think I think they should have stayed on... I think they should have stayed on TV with mm-hmm. like with like maybe a Netflix streaming deal. I guess we'll I guess we'll figure out how it works. I guess they have the the capacity now to go live on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I can but, see it. You know, we'll see. I, I've I've heard that. I mean, did you hear the same thing with uh, Warner Brothers and Discovery that they're going to start uh, live streaming too? Sports. I heard about that. They're actually kind of starting to do that on Max. Yeah, it's going to be Max. Who is it? It's like Max, Paramount, and ESPN or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think with that, I think we maybe see a next, another show for AEW. A third show, you know. I mean, why wouldn't you want to put that on your on a streaming or put Ring of Honor on there? Yeah, it'd be better than paying ten dollars a month for Honor Club. I heard they were going to put the. I heard they were going to put the pay per views on there too. The really so like a WWE Network type of deal for AEW. Yeah. Shit, I'll fucking buy that. Where you just pay your monthly and you get the pay per views for free. 
buck, I might do that because I'm kind of sick and tired of paying fifty dollars for AEW pay per views. I'm kind of sick of it. I mean, it's worth it, huh? And then, and then, uh, them wanting to go to twelve pay per views a year. Yeah, that if they want to go to twelve pay per views a year, like we discussed. I think it was last episode or a couple of weeks ago. They need to do. Um, um, they need to do a streaming deal because, like, paying fifty dollars a month for every single AEW pay per view is a little overkill, you know? Because it's like that's what I liked about the original AEW, you know, where you have like a select amount of pay per views a year: Revolution, Double or Nothing. Uh, now all in, all out, full gear. Um, you know, I, I like that. And I get that they have to grow. But it's like if they have to grow, like make it a little easier for the um, for your audience, your loyal audience, like you and me, you know? Because like, obviously this coming year, I am going to do what I can with the pay-per-views. I'm telling you right now, I'm definitely ordering uh, Double or Nothing, you know, especially depending on who they got for Anarchy in the Arena 3. Um, but, like, make it easier for your loyal fans, you know? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think for me, though, I'm, I mean, I'm watching every AEW pay-per-view. I think those pay-per-views are so good. They're worth the money. Um, the only thing, because you you stream them, right? On Bleacher Report, yeah. Do you, do you, do you get to keep them? Yes. Or- so that that's what's cool. After you buy them, you get to keep them. Okay. Yeah, that definitely is good. You can rewatch them whenever you want to. Oh, dude, I rewatched last year's Anarchy in the Arena match at least like five times now because it was so fucking awesome. <laughs> the the live band playing uh, John Moxley's theme song. Oh yeah. Well, while they were fighting. Yeah, and then uh, Matt and Nick fucking super kicking the shit out of them. Fuck. And uh, for that to be the ending of the band. Dude, that matchup was fucking great. Honestly, oh, yeah. I'm even going to go as far as to say it, it's even better than the first Anarchy in the Arena match. You know, between Eddie and Mox and Brian and Santana and Ortiz versus JAS. I'm going to go as far as to say that. I agree. I mean, and that's what's good about the streaming. And if they do get onto the streaming platform where don't, you can have them at any time to watch them. Like for me, I, I watch them once or twice and then that's it. So, you know what? If they can go to streaming like Peacock does with WWE, I think that just is a way better deal for everybody. You can rewatch the pay-per-views. You don't have to watch them that day if you don't want to. You can catch up with them at, at your own time. Yeah. I think definitely. Hopefully they go and they go that way. It would be nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you know, we could also go back watch uh past episodes of dynamite like during covid you know even see the um exploding barbed wire death match between um mox and i think was it kenny kenny yeah yeah we could see that 
which I think they need to bring that match back at some point. You know, I don't understand why they haven't. Probably just trying to figure out how to have it explode. Safer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, one thing goes wrong in that, that shit could be catastrophic. Oh, yeah. For AEW. Yeah. Because, I mean, how did the first one go? Which one? The uh, first exploding car wire. Remember the, the, the pyrotechnics was a dud and Eddie Kingston laid on Mox while it exploded? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then, yeah, it was nothing. And it yeah, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. No, I can hear you. I can hear you. Yeah, they're trying to figure out a way to make it explode, but safely. With everybody know? in the ring. But hey, you know, that's why we got five forever. You can play that match any fucking time you want. Yep. I actually just had that matchup between Swerve and Hangman today. I played a Swerve. Kick the shit out of Hangman. <laughs> I don't okay. Swerve, the Swerve kick. The Swerve kick is actually my favorite move now, other than the machine gun chops. The one where he jumps and hits you from the side? Yeah. That's that's fucking awesome. That that move is fucking awesome. But another move I think is awesome. Uh the machine gun chops. You you know, like how Eddie will sometimes have people um, you know, chopping people in the corner. Like yeah, yeah. Re- repeatedly. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure you saw my Instagram stuff. Oh shit. Okay. Do you have the volume on? Like what's Dakota saying to Bailey? Uh let me rewind it and look at her fast. What did you say? Trust me? Yeah, I think Bailey's still having questions. She's still having questions about Dakota. Which I don't blame her. The Dakota's Dakota's saying her, telling her that uh, like if you heard what they talked about me, they're they're gonna come after me, and that she Bailey's the only one that she can trust. You, and that Bailey's still kind of like I don't know if I'm buying it. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so, I, like I said, that that just sets up a hill turn for Dakota. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's gonna play Bailey. She's oh yeah, Bailey. Speaking of. Uh, damage control real quick. Um, I gotta be honest with you. I really don't like the fact that like they're making uh, Kyrie Sane and Oscar basically look like like Chinese hookers. Super Jeff. Uh, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. I don't, I don't. I don't like that at all. I think that's like a shitty look for them. Like, I know they're badasses, but it's like, come on, come on. Well, speaking of Braun Breaker and Nick Aldis. Oh, you just made another big signing. Yep. Oh, man. Nick Aldis won again. Fuck. If if they have, which they're going to have general manager mode on 2K24. That's what, I, that's what I heard. Yeah. I'm definitely going to. Oh, are they going to do it next? It is a mech. What's the, what's the, are they gonna go thirty minutes long, or twenty minutes long? I guess. 
you want to end the show with that tonight? We we talk about it as it goes on. Yeah. Let, let's end the show with that. No hot shot questions tonight. We'll we'll get back to that and then you know our previews and shit next week. So um while we're waiting on um the rock and Roman, um let's get into Vince McMahon um here in a minute. Or let's get to Vince McMahon. Um, you heard that it's becoming a federal investigation, right? Yeah, I, I heard that they were that, it, that they were going to start looking at that. I haven't heard any more uh, updates other than that. Well, so there was actually a new update in regards to Ashley Massaro. Um, I was watching the interview with um, one Her of friend? Ashley, yeah, Kara Pip, Piplin. Um, apparently Stephanie knew about what happened. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I, I, I mean, I kind of already known since the very beginning that everybody knew. I, I always, I always thought that everybody knew. Um, because I remember when it first came out, she said that everybody knew that, and they told her to keep quiet whenever she did do her lawsuit with the concussion. So like, um. Again, it goes along with like I think everybody everybody knows, um, and everybody hit it. Mm. Um, yeah, because they like, want to protect the troops. And that's like, uh, oh, there was another interview on a podcast where I can't. I, who was it? It was, it was, it was, it was. I can't remember what wrestler it was, but they were saying that Vince did the same thing with uh, Jackie. Um. And she turned them down too. So, like, you know, like again, it's hard for me to believe that the top people didn't know what was going on. Like, if you if you're gonna tell me that Steffi didn't know that that uh, Shane even who Shane Shane probably Shane probably knew a little bit, but then remember he was gone for a while. Um, but like you, you're not gonna tell me that like Kevin Dunn didn't know that John Laurinaitis didn't know that oh, Stephanie Laurinaitis definitely knew. Yeah, me, that Stephanie didn't know that that uh, Triple H didn't know. I, they all I think they all knew. And if and if what Ashley's friend is saying is true that Stephanie McMahon talked to her, then mm-hmm. you know they had to know what was going on. Um, right. You know, I do believe that she probably. I'm, I I believe that she told him, and they told her to don't say anything because it's going to ruin our relationship with the tribute to the troops. You yeah, know? I, yeah. No, I I did hear about that part. I going back to what we said uh, a couple of weeks ago on episode five. Um, nobody is above the law when it comes to that. You know. Nobody is above the law. You know, I don't give a damn who it is. If you put a woman through that kind of trauma, you don't deserve any fucking sympathy. You know, what What do you think about that? Do you think they deserve sympathy? Because I say hell no. No, they all need to go down. I mean, and you even had John Laurinaitis' lawyer admit that they all knew. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know what they can do now. They can add on to the case, um, but it just 
it it goes to show why you can't just put at fault Vince and John. You need to put all of WWE. You need to put anybody who was in a high position that's still there need to needs to be fired because they're they're enablers. They let that happen. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean. J.D. and Andrew Vedala even discussed the Triple uh, H Royal Rumble um, press conference about that. I still have yet to listen to that. Have you listened to it? The one afterwards when he looked like an idiot. It's yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna listen to that tomorrow. Um, well, I'm at work, you know, because obviously I like to hide my headphone under my beanie. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a quick one too. It was, it was the interview wasn't long, but yeah, he totally looked. They I don't know who told him what to say, but oh man, it was it was not good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to really go back and listen to that both the press conference and the um, you know, um, JD and Andrew. Um, but yeah. So let's continue chatting until this segment. And then um, I'm going to turn it up on my end. You feel free to turn it up on your end. Um, and then, you know, we'll just talk about it as it goes on. We'll do a quick reaction. And then I think we can close the show for today. And then we'll get back to normal next week. Sound good? Sounds, sounds good. Perfect. Um, no, but going back to Vince McMahon, um, No, it's a very sad situation. And the fact that uh, John Laurinaitis' lawyer threw Vince under the bus, even though it's obvious that Laurinaitis was protecting his ass, his own ass, um, I think that should speak volumes in a court of law. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think if it goes federal and they... I think that that's just going to open up the door to everybody. Everybody's going to be named at that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? It's it's going to be a major news story to follow. I mean, like um, I said, like, like from the beginning, I it's hard for me to believe that Stephanie didn't know. It's hard to believe that Triple H didn't know what was going on. I mean, like I said, I think they all knew what was happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's very sad. And to hear about Stephanie possibly knowing, um, you know, and basically telling Ashley, like, please keep quiet about this. Like, I honestly kind of lost some respect for Stephanie McMahon for that moment right there. Cause it's like, you know, I know it was during a different time, but like, you know, it doesn't matter if a woman was put through trauma like that, you know, especially by a fucking, um, was it a military doctor or was it from an actual U.S. soldier? Uh, I think it was a military doctor or it was somebody pretending to be a military doctor. Well, regardless, anybody in the military, it doesn't matter. You are not above the law. You don't get special privileges. And then they up. left her over there? Yeah, that that's fucked up. That's fucked up. And speaking of that, you know, obviously, well, we wait for Roman to complete his long ass uh, entrance, which I do like his theme song. We both do. But like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His theme song. 
yeah, but his entrance is a little too long. But I'm wondering if they're going to set up for The Rock to come out. I know. I was, I was about to say, you think The Rock comes out midway or you think he comes out at the very beginning? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. Um, I think he needs to come out um, right now. I think he's going to come out. They're just going to trash Cody for 10 minutes. Okay. Well, here. Um, well, here. Let's. Um, I'm going to turn up the volume on mine. Uh, do you have the volume up on yours? Obviously, not too loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Acknowledge me. Okay, I guess uh, Paul's going to speak first. I'm surprised that Roman's not speaking first. Or is he? There he goes. I think I'm a little behind you. Maybe. Acknowledge me. He said that right now? No, I. That's what oh. he's gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's gonna say. That's what he's saying right now for me. So I'm probably a little ahead of you. Yeah, he just said that for me too. Okay, so I'm, I'm maybe like a two seconds ahead. See, everyone's cheering him on like a fucking face. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think they're just gonna bash Cody, Cody crybabies. And then they're going to try to get the booze that way. Yeah, but I don't know how Roman would say it. Yeah, you can be honest with us, Roman. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, damn. Are they still cheering him? Trying to get, trying to get them booze. They're gonna do a Hollywood Rock entrance. Do you remember that entrance? Oh yeah. I could see that happening. There's been rumors of that. Cody Chance. Oh, they're they're trying to drown his ass out. Trying to drown his ass out. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, let me ask you this: Do you think Rock comes out with this Hollywood theme? No, I think. Oh, well, he should. He needs to. I don't think he does though. Maybe, I think he comes out with a new theme.
fucking love the... Roman Reigns as a heel. He's fucking great. There he comes. I feel like they're cheering The Rock. Why are they cheering him? Like, what the fuck? Oh, he's coming out to his face theme. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Or, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, fuck the doodle-doo. Coming out with the Versace vest. He's straight. He's straight. Hollywood. Yeah, but come out with the Hollywood theme. Like, what the fuck? Why is he pointing to his arm? And they got the goosebumps. Uh. What the hell is that on the back of his shirt or his jacket? The it's a lion. It's a verse that's a Versace jacket. I think it has a like a lion on there or whatever. I bet you that jacket costs about two thousand bucks. Oh yeah. Oh, Let's yeah, see. He'll no. probably talk about. He'll probably talk about it. Oh, it's coming up next. Shit! So we have to wait another commercial, commercial break. Fuck. Okay. Okay, I have a pro- okay. Let me let me say this real quick while it's on break. I have a fucking problem with them still sticking with the face rock. I have a major fucking problem with that. I think they needed to do a new version of the Hollywood Rock. I agree. I think they should have gone with a new version of it. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Uh, I, I I don't know if I like that. Here. I'm going to look at Twitter real quick. I'm going to... S- no, JD isn't going to say anything about it until the end. He ain't going to say nothing about it on Twitter. Um, You know, maybe do like, instead of Los Angeles with the entrance, um, maybe do Miami with the helicopter. You know? Do Miami. They can't. Speaking of that, I saw you voted Los Angeles on my <laughs> poll, sir. The greatest, what? the greatest town. Hey, look, I think I'm more of a Los Angeles guy. Really? Yeah. Give me the give me give me the Hollywood give me the Hollywood sign. No, why? Just gotta do it. I have to do it. Bro, no, <laughs> dude. Okay, quick quick debate on that. Quick debate on that while we're waiting on this segment to come back. Miami, dude. It's The East Coast is so much more beautiful than the West Coast. Hands down. Airport, Miami owns LAX. Football team, Dolphins own the Rams and the Chargers. Stadium, Hard Rock over SoFi. Downtown, fucking my downtown Miami, man. Why Los Angeles? I, I turned. I went Hollywood on you, Hollywood Allen. Hollywood. <laughs> okay, those are your two nicknames from now on: Absolute Allen and Hollywood Allen. <laughs> but seriously, though, why Los Angeles? I don't know. I think I just picked it just to pick something. I was just clicking away on anything I saw first, not thinking about it. 
Oh my god. Okay. Have you ever been to LA or Miami? I've been to LA. You've never been to Miami? I haven't been to Miami yet. Okay. When you Okay. We will revisit this debate <laughs> at um, a later day. When you when you go to Miami. When you go to Miami, we're gonna revisit this debate. I still need to go to Los Angeles, but I'll tell you right now, Miami is number one to me, hands down. Hands down. I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you the reasons off air tomorrow. Finally, The Rock. Has come back to yep. Salt Lake City. Mormon Rock, Mormon Rain. Okay, they're not playing to his heel side yet. I know. Are they seriously going to do Mormon rock? Of dumbest people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was left field. Here, I got to turn mine up a little more. Is he going to do The Rock has come back to Salt Lake City? Has joined the bloodline? I would say that. Oh, I could see that. Okay, I don't like how they're cheering, yet he just called them a bunch of inbred jabronis. What the fuck are they doing? They're cheering them. Oh, JV's going to say something about this tonight. Okay, I'll tell you right now, I don't like the Salt Lake crowd. They're kind of fucking ruining this. Because it's the Rock and Roman Reigns, the biggest, the biggest WrestleMania main event in the history of WrestleMania. You had it in your hands and you let it go. 
What? You flushed it down the toilet. The same toilet you set your fat asses on and you sat there and tweeted. We love Cody. <laughs> you think they're gonna you think the rock's too cool and they're gonna turn on Cody? I don't know. Okay, now are they doing the what chant? Yep. It's because Cody won the Rumble. You better hurry up. They only got four minutes left. I think they're going to go ten minutes over. Are they? I can see it. Taking shots at the Niners. You should understand this. It's personal. Think about it for a second. Michael Jordan came in here and he crushed the dreams of the Utah Jazz. He ended it. You booed because it's the truth. Oh, he the flu game. What did the Utah Jazz do? They took the beating up men and they moved on. And they worked their asses off to get right back to the top. That's what they did. That's not how the real world works. The real world doesn't work like that. You don't get a shot at another story just because you want it. I have a feeling Cody is going to come out tonight. I don't think he does either. And you don't understand that. Well, no, I think he will. So I have a feeling. Because we still don't have an explanation as to why... He gave his spot to The Rock. Like, was he taking advantage of? Cody Rhodes, make one thing perfectly clear. The Rock is going to do everything in his power to make sure that you walk out of WrestleMania what you are, which is a loser. Everything in his power to make sure that happens. Cody, your story is just ending. Our story is just beginning. The bloodline the most powerful dominant duo in sports, in entertainment, and of course in the WWE. But something big has to happen in this promo. No, 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 You know, that's not how you should end. Sing along with The Rock, it's over. You lost that privilege. Sit there and shut your mouth and enjoy the ride that The Rock is taking you on. If you're some man, With the blood the is cooking. Damn. I don't know, man. It makes them too cool. Like, 
I think you're gonna get if they keep on like this. I think you start booing Cody at some point. Yeah, I, I was kind of disappointed. Wait a minute, hold on. Let's see something big. Yeah, that was a little disappointing. That was a little disappointing. I'm not gonna lie to you. What do you think? Was that disappointing a little bit? I mean, it's kind of like what I expected. He was just going to try to get booze and get Cody, but they didn't even chant Cody that much. They only talked, they only, or just a little bit. Like, again, I think it's going to be a backfire, and you're going to have people start cheering for Roman and The Rock, and you're going to get the boo words from Cody. Oof. Oof. Yeah. That's just how good The Rock is. I mean, people are going to, they're going to do the, they're going to, you know, laugh whenever he makes fun of them. They're going to do his catchphrases. Mm. I wonder if JD's going to say something about this tonight because I'm, I'm kind of a little worried about that. What do you think? Does he say anything about that? I mean, yeah, you have to. I mean, it's, it's too, it's just, it's too, um, that's too big. You would, you would think that they, that they'd be Cody chants throughout, but they didn't. They're, it's going to be Rocky Roman focused to the point where Cody's going to have to, Cody's going to get booed. And I think Cody's too white meat baby face to have a like edge. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that, that was rough. That was rough. I'm kind of pissed off at Salt Lake City for that. Because, like, really? Like, I, yeah, that's going to backfire really well. Or really badly, I mean. Fuck. Um, do you think Cody responds on uh, Monday? I mean, I, yeah, but, like, there's not really anything to respond to other than him saying, oh, you're going to cost me the match? Because that's all really... That's all really he said was that you know what I'm not going to let you I'm not going to let you take this away from me yeah basically it's kind of like Daniel Bryan versus the authority that's where this is going hmm yeah I saw that they were going to try to do that but I just I feel like the Daniel Bryan was organic the Cody one is it's forced yeah I, I don't think it's as as cool as the Dan O'Brien one was. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a little concerned about the direction of it. Um, but I guess we'll see what happens. Um, but dude, um, what's your schedule coming up? Um, let's try to. If I thought tonight was a good episode for a catch up episode, uh, what you got coming up? Uh, nothing really. I think I'm, I'm trying. I don't. What days do I have off next? Week? I think I have a couple. I have a lot of opening shifts, and then I think I'm off. I'm off Tuesday and Tuesday and Thursday. You want to do uh, Tuesday, or maybe yeah, you want to do Tuesday? Well, yeah, we can do Tuesday. Or not here. We'll, we'll or thir- or Thursday. Right. That way we can do uh, dynamite as well. Or here, what's your shift on Friday? I open. You want to do Friday evening? Yeah, we can. Friday evening? Okay. Perfect, dude. Well, look, that was fun. 
Um, obviously, if something changes, um, we'll figure it out. But, dude, for a catch-up episode, um, that was fun. Uh, do you got any uh, closing thoughts before we get out of here? Then we'll reconvene next week. I have nothing. You have nothing? Nothing oh, today. That, for that Salt Lake City, um, <laughs> from, that was disappointing. Uh, yep. Because that was mine. That was mine. All right, dude. Well, look, uh, good episode tonight for a catch-up episode. Um, we'll talk soon and reconvene next week. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Um, I will talk to you soon. And for everyone else, I'm going to close the show when we come back. Uh, brother, I'll talk to you soon, man. All right, man. All right, man. Till Later. next week. Bye. All right, closing the show. Next last week tonight's guests are here to help these two esteemed actors have agreed to take on the roles of a lifetime dj james kennedy and tom sandoval for another installment of clubhouse playhouse guys head on over to the green screen where you'll be reenacting some moments from the reunion john ham will be playing dj james kennedy and john slattery will take Gentlemen, actors, uh, on your marks, uh, and whenever you are ready, you may begin. Hold on one second. Um, Okay, on your ready, fellas. You've always been an opportunist. An opportunist? You cursed at Kristen to get on the show. Use my condoms. I've stood up for you. You. I don't want you to stick up for me. You're a pussy-ass bitch. You're a clown. Your band sucks dick, you backstabbing hoe. Am I supposed to have an English accent? No, you're not. You no, don't. okay. Get in my face again and I will f*** you up, motherfucker. Pussy bitch. You're a worm with a mustache. You've had the same haircut for years. Yeah, I'll be quiet for Tweedledee and Tweedledee dick. I'm going to get a set for a time out, get a spank bottom, Andy, at lunchtime. Yeah, I mean, look. Poop house, a f***ing house made of dog a poopy house, stinky poop house. Look, I would love to see that, actually. Yeah, you would. You're used to living in poopoo head. Poopoo heads. And see that! Don't have to leave this town to see the world. Cause it's something that I gotta do. I don't wanna look back in 30 years. Wonder who you're married to Wanna say it now Wanna make it clear For only you and God to hear When you love someone They say you set them free But that ain't gonna work for me thank as always my brethren and my co-host alan for joining me tonight uh for a little catch-up episode of wrestle empire um i want to close the show tonight with this um first of all as always uh shout out to blake shelton and gwen stefani for me and the queen's song um i just want everyone to know that the Queen is absolutely 
amazing in so many ways, and I could not be more proud of her. But that is not what I'm going to close the show with here tonight. What I'm going to close the show with is a little preview uh, for tomorrow, because tomorrow we're going to get a little back to normal um, for the show. Uh, tomorrow it's going to be a solo episode. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to the last two weeks, uh, my two Tuesday doubleheaders, uh, the first week with... Um, um, the cartoons, um, are very weird. And then of course the episode with my old man. And then, uh, last week, not this past Tuesday, but last week, the Miami recap episode with the queen. And then, um, my state of the real union address. So tomorrow we got, um, Chris Stapleton for permanent national anthem singer, um, Trying to think of a third topic. Um, but the main event for tomorrow is going to be... Has Hollywood gotten so fucked up that now they have to involve cats and possible horror movies? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with that? I'll tell you what's wrong with that. It's very fucked up. Where I draw the line... Um, where I draw the line is cats... Being involved in movies like A Quiet Place. But I'll get into more of that tomorrow. Uh, but anywho, I want to thank you all for joining me here tonight. A very special shout out to all of my loved ones. All of my supporters. But most importantly, the queen herself. Um, with that being said, I'm going to close uh, tonight. But uh, thank you all for joining me. You all know what to do. And until tomorrow, I will see you all then. Uh, peace and love, everybody. And whenever, remember this, when you feel what you want to feel, you're being real. And being real is a very big deal. Until tomorrow, everybody, peace and love. I'll see you then. Bye. Thank you.